Hey guys, my name is Girish Bali, the host for Back to Basics for another Back to Basics for another week. I hope you're enjoying all the episodes that we've done so far and so excited that the season is almost over, but we're still having so much fun and I'm having so much fun and I hope you are too by listening and watching at the same time. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about, I guess, mindset and we're talking about life coaching and we're going to talk about the differences of the transition between what he has done before and what he's doing now and how different is it so we're going to talk about that so jeff how are you and thanks for coming on uh, back to basics here i am very well Girish. thank you so much and again my my honor to be here thank you for the opportunity yeah absolutely thank you honors all mine thank you so before we get into the basics of uh, life coaching and all the fun stuff that we're going to talk about today <laughs> Uh, what does back to basic uh, mean to you? Wow, I have been thinking about that. Uh, I've come up with, uh, in, in my own head, uh, kind of on uh, two levels. One is, uh, I guess, would revolve around the term and concept of uh, uh, simplicity, um, decluttering our lives. Uh, that That's, of course, a, a really huge uh, Buddhist concept, but it's in Christianity, too. And I think in, in pretty much all uh, major religions, just trying to get back to who we are uh, on, on a real basic level, a real fundamental level, which takes me to the, the, the more, what would you say, <laughs> esoteric way of looking at it, which is, uh, for me and in my practice, uh, getting really back into the um, uh, the spiritual side of life, that uh, that we are uh, tripartite beings, spirit, soul, body, and uh, the spirit is, uh, I think, is the most neglected aspect of our identity, mm -hmm. uh, fundamentally, and, um, and, and in fact, uh, there was a teacher of mine who would, and, I, and, I, and this was just really recent, so I haven't had a chance to scope it out, but I uh, said something like 80% uh, of us is really made of spirit, <laughs> uh, more so than the physical body, which we focus on. I think that comes out of quantum theory. Again, I have to look into that myself, but mm -hmm. uh, again, uh, that's, a, that's a huge part if that's true, and uh, it is the most neglected part of us, I, I believe. So getting back to that, the, that aspect that we are spirit beings who have a soul that live in a body. And and getting reconnected with that uh, to me is a you know, big leap toward uh, getting back to the basics of fundamentally who we are. Yeah, thank you so much, Jeff, for for answering that. And I, I guess I will have to research that myself too. It seems like it's a very interesting aspect. Uh, didn't really think of it. You know, the more and more I ask <laughs> these questions to all my guests so far, it seems like there's different different perspectives of back to basics and their moments and what what that means to them. So thank you again for your feedback on that. Uh, I'll definitely take a look at it uh, for myself. So thank you. So Jeff, I have read somewhere that pastor to life coach. Now, yeah. how is that different between a pastor and a life coach? I thought pastor is a life coach. So let's talk about that if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. I, I read somewhere where uh, any really good leader is really a good life coach. 
okay. uh, or a good coach anyway, uh, whether that's life coaching or business coaching or spiritual life coaching, what have you. And yeah, I, I, I would agree with that, that there are a lot of uh, similarities. Uh, certainly responsibilities are different. Uh, you know, pastor has, uh, well, <laughs> contrary to the, uh, the rumor that uh, we only work one hour a week, <laughs> uh, you know, there's a, a lot of responsibilities that go into uh, pastoring a congregation, but it comes to one-on-one with a a congregation or even a group, uh, uh, or I should say congregation member or even a group uh, congregation. Um, There's a lot of coaching that goes into that. There's a lot of counseling that goes into that. There's a lot of just uh, being present, uh, the, the ministry of presence that goes into it. Certainly, uh, public speaking is a huge part of it, and, and that's a big part of uh, uh, what I strive to do as a coach to, to get there and to try to make the world a little bit of a better place. Mm. So there are some similarities, but I think there are also some some differences. Um, I, I, I often get the sense that uh, congregation members would be looking for the pastor to be maybe a little more directive, mm. a little more instructive uh, to a certain degree. Uh, a, a coach uh, really... Uh, tries to maintain the uh, the client or the participant in the driver's seat mm. of their lives mm. because uh, they're the expert in their lives. They, they, they really know, and I believe this, that uh, deep inside, they do have the answers. They, they know what they, what they ought to be doing, need to be doing. It's not my place to tell them what they should do. Mm. I'm, I'm not there to lord it over their lives. But if I can, by a series of, of good questions, draw that out from them, maybe give them some... Uh, tools that they could seek it out uh, from themselves, uh, then they are far better ahead in their progress toward whatever goal they have set for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, by the way. So when I actually read that, the first thing uh, came in my mind is that they might be, maybe I'm wrong, I'm not really sure, but that's just my theory, is do you think there's a little boundaries when it comes to pastor versus a, a life coach? Because, you know, obviously you have some boundaries between the, the church and the religion and everything else. Is there a difference between the two when it comes um, to Yeah, I'll see if I can, uh, if I understand you right. Uh, boundaries as far as, uh, what I mean, personal boundaries? Um, no, I'm talking more on, the, more on the religion side of things. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah uh, obviously, if you're in a church setting, and I was in a, a Christian church setting, obviously, um, that and uh, you know the the religion is 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 a fundamental basic of what we're doing as a as a church pastor trying to uh, unpackage that for folks trying to uh, uh, guide them uh, lead them feed them uh, according to that faith as a life coach you know I don't I don't hide the fact that I'm a person of faith um, and uh, I, I have a certain perspective and worldview that I come from. But on the other hand, it obviously does not play a, the same kind of a role in, uh, in the coaching itself. I, have, uh, I, I would have uh, clients uh, who, who may be of a completely different faith, uh, mm. somebody, who, uh, somebody who may uh, profess no faith at all. Sure. They may even be atheistic. And, and that's fine. Um, as an example, when I'm talking about, especially when you get into the realm of the spirit, I have a, uh, you know, a concept that is uh, um, that, that's based in in my own experience and training and my own belief system as as a uh, as a Christian. But um, 
yeah, I might uh, talk about, uh, you know, God, uh, depending again who I'm talking with. I sure. might talk about the universe, uh, the great mind of the universe, right. or simply the divine, and leave it up to the participant to decide how to reinterpret that for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, by the way. Is there an example that you can give that there was a little boundary when it comes to uh, a pastor situation that someone came to you and saying that, uh, whatever the situation is, has there been a bound between you personally versus the church? Hmm. An example. Um, now, most, of course, most of the encounters that I had were people of a of a Christian faith. Uh, I, you know, I now there were some subtleties, of course, as far as uh, which Christian faith, because there are many flavors. There are many uh, flavors. Of, we will not get into that, but we're just talking. About right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, and and and, uh, and those were easy to overcome. Um, nothing's coming right off the top of my head. Again, most of my engagement has been pretty solidly in the. Uh, I, I take it back. There were, you know, uh, I had participated in a in a really awesome uh, uh, conference uh, uh, with uh, Judaism, hmm. uh, as an example. Uh, the Christians engaging uh, uh, with with Jews, and uh, there was a lot of wonderful sharing. I mean, but we were there with that understanding. Hmm that there were going to be some profound differences and we wound up learning a great deal from each other. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, thank you so much, Jeff. It, yeah, I think if you come into it with an open mind and you're not there with an agenda to try to control, hmm. you're not there with an agenda to try to, you know, I'm going to transform this person, you know, right now to think my way. But uh, you're there with the, uh, the intention of learning something about them and from them uh it goes far better yeah so thank you so much by the way jeff for that mm -hmm. now regarding your life coach and and you personally i'm not talking to anyone else mm -hmm. do you feel a lot better when you are a life coach because then it gives you a little more freedom as your thought process and you can guide people better in your way in your rules not that mm -hmm. pastor did not have any uh, freedom there either. What I'm just saying is, is there a, a difference when it comes to giving guidance as you as a life coach? Yeah, yeah. Boy, I would agree with that. that yes, there is. Uh, um, yeah, and, and there's a, a bit of an adventure to it as well. Again, if somebody is coming from a position of a different faith or a non-faith, uh, you know, learning to kind of reinterpret the language to get the same concept across, the, the same ideas across, uh, it, it's it, that's a real challenge, and, and that's a that's exciting. It's fun. It's creative, and uh, and it engages the participant in the process. Um, and I think that's one of the things I, I really enjoy about life coaching is uh, the expectations. If the expectations are laid out clearly, the participant understands that, hey, I, you know, the, the participant is, again, uh, they're the ones calling the shots. That's right. They're the ones setting the direction. They're the ones setting the agenda. Rather than coming in with these expectations, the past, I'm going to go see the pastor, ask him questions. He's going to tell me what to do and life will be great. Everything will be fixed. Yeah. You know, there's... Uh, that particular pressure is is not there. That particular restriction is not there. Now, when I was serving as a pastor, I was in a pretty liberal uh, uh, denomination, so uh, you know, there weren't any particular directives on my part uh, toward me 
that I had to do something in a certain way. So I did have a little bit of leeway. I did have some creativity uh, available to me. Mm -hmm. But certainly with a coach, um, that's far greater. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Jeff, uh, for that. Mm -hmm. Just give me one second. I want to tell my audience about some few things here. So mm -hmm. when it comes to pastor and when it comes to life coach, they might be the similar things. The only difference is that if you want to give advice, you need to ask some few questions to your superiors. In the life coach, matter of fact, you are the superior. You are the person who's giving guidance to those people in a good way, obviously. So there is a difference. It's, it's like saying that you are asking your employer that if this is the right way to do it or not versus you being an entrepreneur, which is in this case a life coach. You ask yourself that if this is the right way or not to guide that person, whatever that is. So I hope, uh, Jeff, is that correct of uh, what I've actually said and mentioned? Yeah, yeah, that would that would essentially be so. Although I have to admit, as I've uh, grown in life coaching, it's been a fairly short time compared to the time I spend in uh, pastoring sure. churches. Sure. Uh, I, I keep thinking, boy, if I knew then what I know now and uh, how I would have handled uh, matters differently as a coach, uh, you know, asking those powerful questions, uh, allowing myself to be more intuitive and, and creative. Uh, there are great tools that I, I think pastors would do well uh, to learn from coaches mm. to, to utilize in their ministries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Jeff, for, for that. Mm -hmm. It seems like you have done so much in your pastor life and your life coach. What else is there for Jeff for the next five mm. more years? In the next five years, yeah, uh, grow, certainly growing my uh, my business is pretty young. Uh, now I, I love to brag that uh, I developed a New Horizons Life and Leadership Development uh, in the midst of a pandemic. It was in the June of 2020 that I registered it and uh, and uh, started on my way. And uh, right now, I'm just uh, in the process of of growing that. Yeah, thank you so much, Jeff, uh, for that. Mm -hmm. Do you have any last words or anything like that before you leave uh, Back to Basics? And and uh, with your knowledge of being a pastor and now you're a life coach, do you have any last words? <sighs> ah. I also wonder what it'd be like to be asked that question <laughs> in a far different setting, of course. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, just again, there's, the tagline for uh, New Horizons is uh, you are made for more. And, and I think uh, that, boy, if, if the world needs to be hearing something, that's it. That, uh, you know, um, we were created to go beyond the ordinary and not settle for the, you know, the, the life that most of us, I think, uh, again, I don't have the chapter and verse to point to, but I think that uh, most of us live by, you know, we get up, we do the same old stuff and uh, do our, put in our day. And at the end of the day, you know, uh, settled in for the night and started all over again. Sure. You know, um, now there are the, the quite a few ex exceptions, obviously, but, uh, uh, but, e but even in that, um, you know, that the, the, we, we have this, I think if we really look deep inside, we do sense that restless call to significance. Hmm. And for me, significance isn't about honor, glory, money, fame, power, right. but it has to do with, making a difference in the world for the better Definitely. and that we, we're all called to do that in some way hmm. and uh and an awareness of that call the awareness that we can make it happen hmm. that, that that it is possible hmm. uh and uh, that 
I, I think we need to be aware of that. We need the world needs to hear that. We, we, well, Gersh, we need leaders. Uh, we need leaders with that kind of a mindset. We need just uh, everyday people with that kind of mindset. What kind of a value can I bring to the world today? Mm. Because that's going to come back. It's going to come back. as much as I am giving out to to others. That's going to come back to me as well. And that's where my satisfaction, my fulfillment, my contentment, my peace is going to generate from. Thank you so much, Jeff, for for your last words and, and the kindness of you being here on my show. So thank you again for coming here. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. So guys, we spoke with Jeff today and we talked about the basics of, well, the basics of a pastor and the basics of life coach and what are the differences. Now, his calling was that he wanted to be a life coach for many different reasons and we will not get into that basics. But the main purpose is what makes him happy and I think that's what makes him happy and that's what this purpose is not that he was not happy before but I think he's more happier now I think Jeff would agree with that so guys as usual as always there is quote of the day from back to basics and here's a quote of the day the quote of the day is the great thing in the world is not so much where we stand as in what direction we are moving and that is a quote by back to basics today and I think I defined that today you know, you just move on and you just follow your passion. That's all there is. So guys, as usual, as always, what do I always say at the end of the episode? Everything in life goes back to basics and that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care, God bless, and make sure you comment whatever comment that you can. Good, bad, ugly, either way, it'll make my show stronger day by day, week by week. And obviously, it will be great content, great guest, and definitely great host. So guys, take care, God bless, and I'll see you next week. with myopia, with nearsightedness, called nearsightedness. And so she didn't have a system on her end to manage her interaction with these parents and these children and because traditional electronic medical records didn't do it. And I was, as I was sitting in her office, because I didn't want to work from home, I wanted to be in her office, sure. I wanted to get out of the house. Sure. I would notice all, I would observe these problems that she and her staff were dealing with and they were using an Excel spreadsheet to manage. And I'm like, this is not like good. <laughs> you can't use Excel because you can't, it's not actionable. So I created this.